recording in progress. Okay. What's up, School TV family? I have a surprise guest today. Um, he's an educator, a professor, uh, a commentator seen on many network uh, channels, an author, an activist, among other things that we're going to get into here. Uh, it's uh, Professor Mark Lamont Hill. How you doing today, sir? I'm good, my brother. How are you? I'm good, man. I just want to uh, give a special thank you to you for taking time to do this on your birthday today, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> you know? Uh, okay. No problem. Uh, let me see. Let's get, right, let's get right down to it now. Okay. You are a Black American. Would you consider yourself a Black American or just an American? Uh, I just... I mean, I'm American by citizenship. You know, I don't, if somebody said, what are you? I say black, you know, um, but I am an American. I don't, I don't deny it or anything, but it's not my, my go-to identity. Oh, so you don't, you don't see yourself as an American first and foremost? No, not first and foremost. No. In the same way that some people don't see themselves, some people see themselves as Christian first. Some people see themselves, as, you know, it's, it's, it's about sort of what identities you prioritize. And for me, I prioritize uh, being black. What What is being black to you? What does that mean? How do you define that? Uh, being of two things, right? One is, um, well, let me, let me begin by saying that, you know, all identities at some point are a choice, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I could, because if I say, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm of African descent, you know. In some ways, all human beings are of African descent, right? I mean, life begins in Africa. But for me, being black means uh, being a part of a a culture and a tradition um, that is that connects people who have a very particular set of experiences physical uh, representations, uh, culture, et cetera. In the United States, um, we mark blackness phenotypically, right? You know, we tend to, we tend to make our choices based on how people look. Um, there are exceptions. There are people that pass. There are people, you know, we, we, you know there are exceptions. But in general, uh, when we see somebody who is black, um, we, we tend to know uh, visually. Um, and I'm making a distinction between black and African-American, right? African-American is about people who are here, who are the descendants of slavery, who are the descendants of, you know, Atlantic slave trade, for example, uh, pe you know, people at, that would exclude African immigrants, that would exclude Caribbean folk, um, et cetera. I don't, I, I, I am African-American. Um, I'm the descendant of slaves, but I don't, um, I don't limit myself to that. You know, I don't make a distinction between myself and, and someone from Haiti. And the reason, and it, the reason is because frankly, the police don't, the teachers don't, the world don't, you know, they don't say, oh, then when the cab pulls off, you know, in New York, they don't say, oh, that, he, that's a child of slaves. They just like, he black. You know, when somebody squeezed their they purse tight in the, in the elevator, they don't say, oh, is he Caribbean or not? Because they don't care if I'm Jamaican, black, Ghanaian, they, they like, he black. You know, so that, that's how that's how I think about it. And, and I prioritize that because that's where I find community. That's where I find love. That's where I find support. That's where I find my my primary identity. It doesn't mean that Americanness isn't all running all the way through that. You know, you you realize how American you are when you go somewhere else. 
you realize how American you are when you think about your values, your your priorities, how you look at the rest of the world. There's a whole bunch of American in me. It's just not the the, the first thing that I say. Okay, you know, I want to I want to add on to that because it was it's kind of in alignment with what I think. Now, my family is from the Caribbean, right? But I too identify myself as black. And the way I define black is that a group of people who who were stripped of their original identity, culture, language, what have you. And therefore now what we're what we're left with is the color of our skin as our primary identifier. It doesn't mean that we're all from America. Like to me, people from the West Indies are black because they too were stripped of their identity you see yeah. and 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 we've been we've been penalized based on our identity a lot of people want us to just be human or be american or be whatever and i would like to just be those things too but if the world is judging us based on the color of our skin then i feel it causes us to approach the world in that manner is that something you agree with yeah, yeah. When I said, you know, we're bound together by a set of experiences, the experiences I was talking about was exactly that. Slavery, loss, dislocation. Yeah, that's you know, why I found it interesting. I was like, okay, we, we got something in common. Okay, so yeah. now the, the other thing is, right, Um, I saw an interview with you a while ago, and you had mentioned you speak Arabic fluently, right, or set, yeah. or something to that effect. Okay. How did you learn Arabic and why did you choose to learn Arabic? Um initially uh I studied Arabic in college um in 1996, fall of 1996. I I uh started studying Arabic at Clark Atlanta University. Um prior to that I had experimented a little bit with just learning language um over time um i grew in my interest in the language um but then started doing other things i was uh i taught i taught high school spanish so uh i kind of put arabic in the corner and and started focusing on on spanish and you know and 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 got pretty proficient at it um rusty now but got pretty proficient at it then and then uh, over time, I began to do research in the Middle East. Um, I'm an anthropologist by training, and so I, I you know, I do, uh, I do work um, specifically uh, in now in uh, in Palestine. I do research in Palestine. I've done a little bit in Egypt, mostly Palestine, Israel, and Palestine, both, but more more the the, the Palestinian side, the occupied Palestinian area, specifically Jerusalem, East Jerusalem specifically. So. Um, and so Arabic became not just something that I was interested in as a language. And I've always been fascinated by languages. Um, but it became something that was central to how I um, did my work. You know, I, I can't study. Um, um, I can't study um, a people if I can't talk to them. Yeah, I can't engage community if I can't know what they're saying. Um, I, I can't make sense of a bigger context if I don't can't read the paper you know, or watch TV shows or, or understand or look at their social media pages, you know, same way I would do here and same thing I do here when I do my research here. Um, and so it, it was super important to me um, to 
I won't say master because I don't think you can ever master a language, but to at least um, become fluent um, so that I could so that I could do my work. And also I find great pleasure and joy in it. Yeah. You know, I, I was I was curious about that because I also saw that you were a member of Dr. York's Nuwabian community. Right. And um, I had uh, I had experience with the Nuwabians, but not when they were Nuwabians. I was in the Ansaru Allah community in Brooklyn, in Bushwick. Bushwick, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I used to go there, you know. I remember when they started and wore the white jalabears and would sell the books, and the books act, actually read from the back to the front. Back, yeah. I, I remember way back then. And I'll tell you something else. Um, I even took my Shahada with them. Oh, did you? Yes, I did. Right. Oh wow. So I, 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 I assume that maybe that's where you learned Arabic or whatever. No, you know, it, it's um, my first interest in Arabic came. It's interesting that community certainly got me even more interested in studying text in their original language. Mm -hmm. But I didn't. I wasn't a child of the um, of, of the community. I wasn't one of what we call one of the Mu'minun, and so they learned Arabic as kids. Yeah, yeah. So th th that was that they were they learned Arabic with English sometimes before English, and so they had a very different experience mm -hmm. um, with the language than me. You know, who 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 came around as a teenager. Mm -hmm. um, and I had already um, taken Shahada when I joined uh, the, the I, I was when I even when I was coming to classes, you know, I'd already done all of that stuff. So, so for me, Arabic wasn't connected to that. But then I went away to Morehouse um, as a and as a freshman, you had to take a language. You had to take a language at some point. And so, I was like, well, I studied Spanish in high school and was pretty good at it. But then I saw at Clark you could take Arabic. And I saw the sign on a, on a, on a poll one day said you could study Arabic, and I was like, "Oh shit, word, okay." So I went, I went straight over to, uh, straight over to to to, uh, to Clark and took this class, and then everything kind of grew from there. Um, and I just kept taking it, you know. And after um, after that, I did a lot of self study. Um, and it's funny, I, I still have to this day old Ansaro Law books that I used to, um, that now I just keep for keepsakes, but at the time, I, when I initially I would use to even learn some Arabic and, and pick up some tips. Um, but yeah, no, my, my Arabic language stuff was was different and was, it wasn't really connected to that. And like I said, I picked up on it and got much stronger over the years. And then I got really serious about it at some point, got a tutor. You know, I have, um, I have certifications and certificates in advanced Arabic from Lebanon University, Lebanese University of America, American University of Lebanon, what's it called? Lebanese, Lebanese University of America, excuse me. Um, and then um, um, uh, Jerusalem, uh, in Jerusalem, uh, Quds University in Jerusalem, um, among other things. So um, I, uh, yeah, so th that's that's how that's how I ended up doing it. Yeah, you know, I, um, when, I, when I, I got exposed to the Ansars, I was about 14, 15 years old. Mm -hmm. I was going to school in Brooklyn, at Brooklyn Tech. So I was in Brooklyn a lot. I had friends lived in Bushwick over on Gates and Palmetto and all that. But the, yeah. but I when I got by the time I, that was just like a phase. By the time I was 17, 18, I was over with that. But when I got to Atlanta in 1989, I had noticed that they were in Atlanta. 
did you connect with them in Atlanta when you was at Clark University? They had yeah. moved to Georgia. Yeah, they, they had moved to ninety. They moved to Georgia. I was gonna say it's more close to the nineties when they moved to yeah. Georgia. They went from Brooklyn up upstate. Upstate, correct. That's and then they right. went from upstate to 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 Eatonton, Georgia. I got to Georgia in ninety six. Um, as a matter of fact, in the Arabic class, this girl I, who I fell in love with was uh, she was she was a, a member, and she was in my Arabic class. So she got me going back to them class. I say I knew the classes from Philly, but she had me going back. And going to the store they had opened. And uh <laughs> yeah. And, and so then I got I got to know them in Atlanta, a lot of on MLK. Uh in fact, we used to run a store um on MLK on the west end of Atlanta. Yeah, right, right exactly off campus. Where it is, yeah. yeah, right across from Philly's finest barbershop, all that stuff, right near Pascals and all that stuff. So yeah, that was that was the spot. And so I spent some time down there. Yeah, I used to go to the store, I used to do all that stuff. Yeah. Well, what was it like in Eatonville? With the pyramids, I never went over there. Like I said, by that time, my life had went a complete different direction, and I don't think I would have went with the Egyptology stuff anyway. You know, I was more interested in Islam. But yeah, I mean, you know, that, that, what you was know, it like over there? Because it looked kind. They had a nightclub and so on and so forth. Club Ramses, yeah. Yes. I mean, you know, that's probably a, a, a much longer conversation. But I, I, I think uh, it was, uh, it was dope. You know, I, you know, it, it was dope until it wasn't. You know. It's one of the things where when you when you see part of a story, when you see part of a community, you can see the beauty of it. And then if you scratch beneath the surface, you find out other things. And when you, and those other things, uh, the world found out. And when the world found out those other things, obviously, Dr. Yorkie, Mama Issa, whatever you want to call him, ended up in prison. But um, but at the time, you know, I was going to class. You know, I was learning. I was trying to learn about myself, like everybody was trying to do, like. At that age, correct? Yeah, yeah. Just trying, just trying to figure the world out, you know. And um, in in figuring the world out, one of the things we did when we would go to Eatonton, um, we would have Sunday class there a lot, mm -hmm. and then they built these pyramids to kind of replicate, you know, what was going, on, you know, the pyramids in Egypt. And to me, it was just, it it was a it it was a lesson for me. It, it taught me more about the possibilities of us, of African people. Um, you know, it taught me that we could build things and that we could and that we could um, develop our own communities and, and learn and teach and build and that we didn't need white people. We didn't need governments. We didn't need any of those things for us to to be self-sustaining and strong. And in fact, um, it is impossible to create a strong nation. Um, if the people who have oppressed or enslaved you are doing your teaching, if they're giving you your identity, if they're giving you the information, no, no oppressor is going to set the oppressed free. No, no, no slaver is going to, you know, free all the enslaved people. That's just not how the world works. So for me, it was about understanding the possibilities of who we could be if we studied. Now, while I don't agree with those teachings, um, there's a lesson in that. I don't agree with, you know, you know, you go to Nation of Islam and say, okay, I'm not I'm not going to join the Nation of Islam, but I see those teachings and I see what's possible in terms of doing for self. I go and I look at, you know, any community um, that's successful, whether they're religious, cultural, spirit, whatever, you know, there are lessons in those places a lot of times, you know, and 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 and, and for me, this was this this was lessons. So you 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 said you took your shahada. That means you had a belief in a higher power, a God, a law, if you will. After your experience with the Nuwabians, because I saw you, 
you witnessed Dr. York having improper activity with two young boys. Was your faith in God shaken at all? No. No, because, he, no. The short answer is no. Um, people do awful things. Yeah. Um, but I never tied my faith in any kind of superior or supreme being to the ability of human beings to act right all the time or to be good all the time. Because if that Makes was if that was it, then sense. you know. Yeah. Makes sense. So you you have a relationship with God to this day then? No, I don't really talk a whole lot about, you know, matters of faith. No, no, no. Yeah, you know, like are you a believer in the most high? Is there someone you think you have? Yeah, to I'm, I'm answering the question. I, I just want, you know, um I uh I was gonna say I, I don't talk about matters of faith and spirituality in public very much. Mm -hmm. Um but I I continue to to hold beliefs in in and 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 consider myself a person of faith and I and I pray and I um I I I, I form relationships with folk of of of, of faith and I build community you know around those beliefs and faith. Um, it's nothing spooky or, or mysterious as much as it is just you know more of a personal matter. But but I um. But yeah, but yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, again, like I never, I, I am tirelessly hopeful as a human being. You can't do the kind of work that I do and not believe in people, not believe in the possibilities of, of people, not believe in um, the ability of people to be better to each other than they already are, the ability of the conditions of the world to improve against all evidence to the contrary. And that's the that's the stuff of faith for me, you know. Like I, I I couldn't do that work if I didn't have those kinds of that kind of faith. Well, I I believe that our morals and values comes from our belief systems, and for those of us who fall under the Abrahamic religions, Judaism, Christianity, Islam, the books, the Torah, the New Testament, or Injil, or, or the Quran. It's very specific about the role of men and women and um, how we should interact with each other. What are your thoughts on those values or, or do you think they're antiquated? Um, values? I, 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 and it, morals, it, yes, and morals. Um, I think that having morals and values is never antiquated. Um, I think that, you know, part of, why I don't get into the debates in the secular world about the texts themselves or the conversations about the texts themselves is because there's so many ways to approach texts. There's so many ways to to engage them. Um, there's so many ways to um, to think about how we're supposed to engage a, a, a gospel or a Torah or a Quran or you know what have you. Um, and so I allow people to make those determinations for themselves. Um, what I tend to think about um, is a kind of big picture question about about love. Um, you know, if you're if you're a Christian, you know, the love ethic of Jesus is the overriding um, is the overriding principle of the New Testament. That's not to say that there aren't things we have to think about and things you have to believe in. There are things that make a Christian a Christian. Um, 
and it's not just a, adopting a love ethic. There are certain there there's a certain kind of uh, doctrine you have to believe. But even within those traditions, there's there are people who who are trinitarian, there are people who are not. There are people you know. There's all kinds of ways to think about even what it means to think about Jesus as God or not. Um, you know, there are people who read text literally. There are people who are eat, or to the letter is fundamentalist. There are people transliterations. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of ways to think about religion. There's lots of ways to think about text. Um, and so I never want to get bogged down into those things with people. That's not to say I don't have my own choices and decisions, but with, with people. Um, and instead I say, what is the best way that I can live? Because, you know, I know some secular folk, I know some secular humanists, I know some atheists, I know some agnostics who who follow fairly consistent principles and beliefs about how to treat one another. Now, they may not have a belief about whether you should eat pork or not, right? Because that, that's very much about the, a text, Right. Mm-hmm about whether women should wear hats in church. That's very much about a text. Um, but I think as human beings, we can make decisions to not harm each other, to not steal from each other. Or we could look to pre-Abrahamic faiths, right? We could look everything from the Egyptian, I mean, you could look at the Egyptian Book of the Dead, right? You, you know, imagine imagine if we were to, to just make ma'at with each other, um, you know, in terms of when we have conflict, or we, we could think about um, lots of traditions that would that would give us space. The 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 the, the, the Numa Elish, the Gilgamesh epics have um, a, take the Gilgamesh epics out of it for a moment. I'm, I'm just talking about the language in which the Gilgamesh epics is written. But um, there are there are old traditions, old languages, old texts that we could uncover that would give us lots of answers about how to be in the world. And so for me, I don't think you have to be among those faiths. And I know you're not saying this. I know, I know you didn't just say this, whether you believe it or not. Mm-hmm. I, I know that you don't have to. I don't believe that you have to be among those faiths. In order to um, in order to be good or human humane to one another, or to have strong morals and values, but do I believe we need strong morals and values? Absolutely. I think where we tend to differ—not you and me necessarily, but uh, not you and I tend to differ, or me and my neighbor might tend to differ on what constitutes uh, a value or moral when we get into the weeds of it. And then, and we see that in public policy all the time, right? I don't think anybody's running around advocating killing people. I think some people, though, don't believe that abortion is killing somebody. Other people do. Um, I think that we all think we should support the poor and help the vulnerable. But some people would say, well, welfare doesn't do that, right? It only enables them. Other people are like, no, we have to give a hand up. So for me, a lot of it isn't about whether we have morals and values. It's how we sort of make sense of them. And that's where community and dialogue and engagement comes, as long as it's civil and, and, and decent. So what had brought you to my attention first and foremost was your belief that men could become pregnant right now how does that belief fit in to the the morals and values of the gospel of the torah of the quran yeah I've never made the claim that my belief that, well, well, I've never made that claim. You know, I I don't think that, I I do think it does fit, let me be clear, but that, 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 that's never the claim that I'm making. Again, I don't make an appeal to religion. No, no, I I, I get that, but I'm just going from your background and your evolution. How did you get from point A to point B is what I'm asking you. Did you completely turn, say, no, that, forget about that. I'm no longer with that. Or how did you rationalize point I mean, I, I think there are point A. the same way millions, if not billions of people rationalize 
um, who are of faith and explicitly of faith, how they rationalize um, supporting the lives of trans people, su- supporting the humanity and the identity of, of trans people. And, 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 and there's a way that this whole men can have babies thing is framed quite intentionally in, in a way that I think is not honest or, or, um, um, and, and that will, and that will encourage people to view me as somehow being unreasonable or unintelligent or dishonest rather than simply saying, cause I, cause I can frame it very differently. You believe that people have babies, right? I believe that a man gets a woman pregnant and she gives birth. That's what I believe. Right. So, so, but so my, what I'm saying is there are people who have babies in the world, right? Women um, have I, babies. Right. And some of those people who have babies don't identify as women. They, they, they identify as men. Hey, you agree with that? They could identify as whatever they want, but that X and Y chromosome says that they're a woman scientifically. Right. But that's not where I'm going with it. You're, you're, I think you're missing my point. My point is that the people who have babies, you, 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 you do agree as a fact that there are people who have babies who deliver babies out of out of their body who don't identify as women. Yes, that's very possible. It's is it possible? Mental, it's, it's true. Mental illness. It's called mental illness. But see, again, you're you're changing the subject. But okay. but the, the fact is, you you don't want to say yes because that would make me sound rational and reasonable. No, no, yes, I'm I'm saying it. Yes, you're correct. Right. And so the point here isn't Mark Lamont Hill says men have babies. It's that Mark Lamont Hill agrees to allow people to the people who who are, people who have babies who don't want to identify as women to do so. Right. It, gotcha. it, and and that, that that's very different. Right. If you said right now, if you said right now, I am a woman, I would say, OK, you're a woman. Right. And I would respect that. And you I'm assuming, you know, have a penis. Right. Mm-hmm. So and, and so you could go on TV and say, you know, uh, Ho- Mark says host of school TV is uh, no Mark says uh, 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 women have penises. And yeah, and you, you'll get you'll get you'll get you'll get a buzz on the internet right because then people go huh, huh, huh. or you could say mark acknowledges that i mark mark is willing to acknowledge the identity of the host who says that they're not a man that they're a woman right and 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 and, and that's the difference right i didn't go i didn't go around saying you know men have babies which allows people who aren't informed or who or or who um or or, or who want to have a, a, a an unreasonable opinion of me um an unfair one an uninformed one to say, oh, he doesn't. He thinks men can have, make babies, as opposed to simply saying, he he respects people's ability. He he respects he he respects people's right to to identify how they want. Um, the fact is, it takes certain body parts to make a baby, right? I'm I don't disagree with that. I don't think babies come out of penises, right? No, do not. I've, I've never, oh. I, 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 but 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 and I've never argued that they do. Um, what I'm arguing is that there are people in the world who don't identify, who have those body parts that allow you to make a baby, who don't, who identify as men, nonetheless. And you can make all kinds of decisions you want about how you think about them, right? But I respect their identities, and I and I'm allowing and I allow them to uh, self-identify. And so for that reason, I say yes. Um, and again, it was framed to me. The question was asked, you know, can men have babies? Yeah. And I said, trans men. Yes. Trans men have babies. If I, if I said cisgender men have babies, then you should be pulling out the science books for me. Got you. 
you know, um, but people, but people don't do that. that that's an, that, that's a, that's an intentional thing, right? Because if, 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 if you, if the headline is Mark Myho says trans men have babies, that's not interesting to people. That just, that just means I respect people's identity. But if you say, he says men have babies, you can run memes of it. You can, you can tweet about it. You can get headlines about it. And you can present me as, to use your language, we say preposterous. My opinions are preposterous. You, 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 you know, you can, you can, you can say that it's preposterous. There's nothing preposterous about what I'm saying. You just have a different opinion about how we respond to people's identities. You know, um, you know, yeah, that, that's all to me. Well, well, thank you for the clarification. I definitely appreciate that. So now the other thing is this. But just to be clear, I, 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 we say clarification. It's never been, un I've said that repeatedly. I've tweeted that, I've written that, I've given interview. Even the interview with Candace Owens that this came from, I said it there too. So it's it's not as if like there was a lack of opportunity for people to hear that. They just, people people are people are often willfully ignorant, right? They they make a decision that I don't want to know too much because if I know too much about this, then, then I can't clown, right? If I say too much, then I can't make this a talking point. You know what I mean? I won't show the whole five minute five minute part of that interview. I'll show thirty seconds of it, and and now, so you know, so that's but you know that's a whole other thing. Now, so we, you and I both established we see ourselves as black. Mm -hmm. I'm as a black man. I'm concerned that black people are becoming the face, the most vocal advocates of trans and LGBTQ agendas. And it doesn't mean that I'm homophobic, transphobic, or any of those things. But if they're only You might be though, right? If, okay. if you think if, if you think all trans people have a mental illness, I don't I don't know. I think it'd be hard for you to, so to, to... If I, I think that if you're a woman and you think you're a man, some you might be a little I guess you're saying the same thing, but I I'm not scared. Phobia is a fear. And I'm not afraid of people. I think phobias aren't just fears though. Phobias can also be hate. Phobias can also well, be then I'm definitely not transphobic. I don't hate anybody. Phobias but... can I mean phobias can be biases. Phobias can be I mean if you're saying that anybody who identifies as trans is crazy, is mentally ill. I, um... I think I think I'm not gonna engage them in their delusions. I'm gonna see them and say to myself, you know what, this person, I'm gonna deal with them a certain way. It doesn't mean that I won't rent to them, that I'll cross the street when I see them. It doesn't mean any of those things. It doesn't mean that if they owned a business, I wouldn't patronize it. It just means that I think that they're mentally yeah. ill. <laughs> yeah. But see, but see, imagine if a white person said that about a black person, right? Like, yo, like, you know, I, I, I'll still work with them. I won't cross the street when they come. <laughs> just don't, I just don't think they, and you fill in the blank. I don't think they're as smart as us, or I think they're lazier than us. Or, or, I, or I have an opinion about them because of their their blackness, they're this thing, right? But, you know, I'll still, if they open up a cake shop, I'll still eat there. I'll still watch, I'll still go to the NBA. You know, like, well, there's a whole bunch of white people that think like look, that. I, I happen to feel that, that's not, not to make it all about trans, but I think people who bleach their skin have some kind of issues going on mentally it doesn't mean i hate them it doesn't mean i fear them it doesn't mean i don't want to i don't want to take it to the extreme i think when you go out of the norm of behaviors it becomes an abnormal behavior an aberration and there is a root cause to it and to 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 identify that doesn't mean that you have to accept it as the norm it doesn't mean that you're going to kill them 
But you're not pathologizing, right? You you can say that you know most of the world is not trans. That's true, right? They're yes, more they're that, more that's it. But but that, that, that most of the world isn't left-handed, right? But that doesn't mean that I, I don't go around saying, well, you know, them left-handed people, you know, they they give deviate from the norm, and so da, 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 da. they they say left-handed people are artistic. My lady's left-handed, and she's very creative. There's differences, and there's root causes, and there's things that are that are associated with every deviation from the norm. And to acknowledge that is not to be a hateful person at all. What I was getting- But I don't think anybody argues that. I don't think, I've yeah. never met anybody who says acknowledging deviations from the norm makes you hateful. I think what people say is mm -hmm. um, pathologizing people, demonizing people, um, erasing the humanity of people and is what makes everybody you Everybody got uh, mental issues at one point or another, go through depression. Uh, it's not the same thing. Now you're switching, now you're moving the goalposts. The question wasn't, the question wasn't, you know, are some people, does everyone struggle with mental illness? There's, your your argument was by, by definition to be trans is to be mentally ill. That's the difference, right? You don't say to be human is to be mentally ill, to be black is to be mentally ill, to be, you know, Chinese is to be mentally ill, to be Presbyterian is to be mentally ill, but you're saying to be trans is to be mentally ill. That is the difference. So it's not that you're, you're not just saying that they happen to deal with mental illness like everybody else. You're saying that there's something specific about their identity as trans that makes them mentally ill, and that is different. Mark, if you had a cat and the cat thought it was a dog, would you think the cat was normal? Um, <laughs> Look, come that, on, that's, man. that's such come a on. that's such a different. That, that's not apples and oranges. That's not even apples and, and bowling balls, right? Yo, look. Um, because, and I'll tell you why. Um, you're you're conflating two different things. You're conflating um, gender and sex. Right, sex is the organs. Sex is the body parts. Sex is the biological part. When we talk about gender, we're talking about social constructs. We're talking about um, the way that we, uh, as a, as communities, human beings, sort of shape identity. So again, it goes back to the babies thing, right? No one argues that you don't need ovaries and a vagina, you know, et cetera, et cetera, to make babies. No one has ever argued that, right? That's a biological argument, right? No one has ever made the claim that people aren't born with certain body parts. Gender isn't about the body parts. Gender is about the social meanings that we attach to body parts. It's about the identities and the, con and the concepts that we attach to those body parts as a, as a society. And it's also about oftentimes the gap between how the world sees us and how we see ourselves. Um, and so for me, it, it's it, this, it, so when you say a cat or a dog, if you're saying that there are specific things biologically that make a cat a cat and a cat has those things. There's nothing wrong with identifying by saying the cat has this biological, uh, these biological realities, right? But but yeah, if we lived in a world where cats could define themselves or cats had consciousness to and, and the ability to articulate that consciousness and self-conceptions and, and a cat said, yeah, I'm a dog, I, I'd be fine with that. And I wouldn't call them abnormal, um, even if they're in the minority, right? Because by that logic, anything that's in the minority would be abnormal, right? You you would have to say that about black people in the United States. You'd have to say that about left-handed people. You'd have to be say that about about um about dwarfs. You'd have to say that about. I mean, we we you know you you have to say that about you know really tall people, right? You know th there are there are human differences, all right. And and part of what we have to do, I think, is not take everybody who's different and in the minority, um, and 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 make them either weaker. Intellectually inferior, morally morally inferior, 
you know, etc. Et, et and instead understand the difference on, you know, in ways that spotlight their humanity. Um, and I don't think we do that enough. Um, do you think, do you think that um, there's some correlation between the high incidence of suicide among trans people, the highest of all, as a matter of fact, and their mental state? Or is that a result of how we in society treat them? I, I think it's the, I think it's the latter. Um, you know, we um, we do such an awful job in the society of responding, not just to, to trans youth, because the, the highest population is trans youth, trans teenagers, right? Trans youth. Um, but we do we do an awful job with queer youth in general. You know, um, we make them vulnerable. Um, they, you know, we kick them out of our homes. You know, they go to church and they're told Still, that. I, I could see that a generation ago, but I don't think that's the case today. I don't have any data to support but, it. One way but, but, but you should. But see, that, that's why I think it's important to use data because then you mm -hmm. can't, you won't make claims, you know, um, that are unfounded. I, I, I think um, we, as a society, we are increasingly um, accepting of. That, that's what I'm seeing. In of gay, I, I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Mm -hmm. But when you look at people who become unhoused, um, or and, and kicked out of the house in particular, trans youth still are kicked out of the house. Trans youth are, are are they're the highest rate of people who are who are unhoused at that age because of those factors, you know, family factors, um, as opposed to like the whole family being homeless and you just happen to be trans. I'm talking about like family got a crib, you don't. Um, they're criminalized the most, um, partly because they have to engage in survival crimes. You know, and partly because what's a survival crime? Don't we all do survival crimes when we're committing crimes? We try to get ahead. I mean, trying to getting, wait. Hold on, but you just you just conflated two things. You said survive, and then you said get ahead. A survival crime is a crime you do in order, literally, to get the, your basic needs met. For example, um, when a homeless person steals a loaf of bread, that's a survival crime, right? When somebody in uh, somebody who has who has who's worth a million dollars steals. Or makes a Ponzi scheme to be worth fifty million dollars. They're trying to get ahead, but that's not a survival crime. Wrong, wrong, wrong analogy on my part. But yeah. all crime, for as coming on the low level that we're talking about, because I'm not talking about Sam Bankman-Fried or Bernie Madoff. I'm talking about in our community, survival crime could be applied to a lot more. I agree. I, I I don't just use survival crime for trans folk. But yeah, but we were just we were just talking about trans folk. That, that's why I, you know what I mean just like I said they're un, they're homeless. I, you know there's a lot of homeless people who aren't trans, right? We just weren't talking about that. You know what I mean? Why so much emphasis on trans and gender? Are those the most pressing issues in our community? And I don't mean from you. Oh, but I say because we only talk about it now because people because yeah, you asked me about yeah, it. Yeah, but I mean just overall because. No, I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think they're the most pressing issues. But I don't. I think when you look at um, polling data, for example, just looking at the last election, uh, the Kaiser Foundation, um, the KFF, Kaiser, used to be called Kaiser Family Foundation. You know, uh, I worked with them on a poll. Um, and when you look at the issues that we cared about, the economy, housing, health, you know, these are we, we care about the same stuff everybody cares about. But um, yeah, uh, Joe Biden on his first day in office signed a, a executive order that men could compete. In women's sports, this is clearly. Uh, well, that's, not what, that, that, that's, that's not what the order said. You know, and again, you know, I, I think we have to be what honest. What did the order say? Did it not permit men to compete with women in sports? 
what it allowed for what it what it what it what Joe Biden was attempting to do was allow trans folk to compete. Thank you. No, but but again, but again, wanna... if this goes back to the men have babies, you can have a different opinion. But why not just say what they actually said and then say, look, I don't agree what? with that. But what? no, no, but hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. If a person listens to your show and I don't clarify, they will think that Joe Biden just said that any man or any boy can go and compete with a woman in a sport. And that's dishonest. Okay, now, but, but my point, you can just say, my, oh, my, my point was unrelated to that. I know, but that's why we have to be responsible because your point was unrelated to that. So you will keep going and talking. But in the back of every listener's mind is that Joe Biden allowed men to compete with women in sports. And that's not what the bill said. And I'm just saying, like, we can be honest about what the bill said and still have a different opinion on it. Why was it even, regardless of that, why the first thing we just came through a tumultuous 2020 election, uh, January 6th, all of this, no matter how you describe it, or no matter what it meant, why was that something that involved that the focus? Because again, it is a major issue in this country. Gender issues are a major issue. It's not a it's not a Curtis Schoon issue. It's not a Mark Lamar Hill issue. It is an American issue. We have a we had a president. So, so what, what would have been better? What do you think was more important? COVID. The economy, what? The, the economy. Foreclosures, what? The like what, what, what? something that's universal that everybody is concerned that touches everyone. Okay, whether so I'm going. Okay, but trans, whether you're gay, whether you're straight, male, female, whatever other non-binary. So if he, so if he, so if he does something with, if he does something with climate change, you'd been fine with it then. If he did something that would help some everyone's quality of life and their safety, regardless of their gender. Absolutely. Listen, I'm the I'm the okay. So 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 here, here this is my point, right? This is why I say we have to be honest, right? Because again, someone will listen to your show and think that Joe Biden did one thing on his first day, and that well, I thing said his first thing. He I, did a lot of things, but that was why was that a priority? My whole thing is so, in the so, no, no. I'm answering your question. I'm trying to answer your question because what I'm saying is I'm, I'm I'm first I'm rejecting the premise, right? Which is that Joe Biden that's the first thing he did. That's not true, right? Um. He 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 had 17 executive orders on his first day. You agree with that, correct? That's a fact. I, I don't know the number, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take your word for it. Okay, so he had seven. This is accessible information. If you want to look, y'all y'all can y'all can go and. Look. I take your word for it. No, no, but I'm, I'm talking I'm talking to your audience. I'm because oh, I don't okay. I don't want them to take my word for it. I want them to look this up, right? Because if you take the word for people again, you'll believe stuff that's not true. So he did 17 things on the first day, right? But again, someone would hear you and think that the first thing he did, like on day one, he said, "I'm gonna let." I'm gonna let people. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm a let you know. Boys go into the gym class and dunk on girls, and 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 and, and, and you know what I'm saying. And and let that be the, the end of the thing. That's not what happened, right? He said he let boys who identify as girls compete. Day one. Day one. Yeah. Masks requiring masks that affects everybody, right? Day one. Um, World Health Organization. We rejoined the WHO, which is a huge deal for everybody. That's also reversing what Trump did, right? Day three setting up a COVID office that reports to the president. Again, everybody was affected by COVID, right? And I'm going to name a few more. I'm not going to name all 17 of them, but I'm going to name a few more. And just stop me if these things only affect trans people, okay? Uh, extending foreclosure and eviction moratoriums, meaning that if you that you can't get evicted and you can't get foreclosed on right now, right? That was that was all in the first day or these are- All on the first day. Okay. Day one executive orders, the first day. And all of them happened before the trans thing, Just just to be factual, right? Stopping student debt collection, right? He said, look, 
we're going we're going to start january and this is january 20th excuse me right we're going at least until september 30th nobody's going to take student debt right affects every he didn't say just trans folk he said everybody with student debt right rejoining the paris climate accords remember we let we pulled out of the paris climate Accords. now you might not believe in global warming you might believe in climate i don't know i don't i don't know your position on that but whatever your position is you know it doesn't just affect trans people right the keystone pipeline revoking the permit everything about that had to do with everybody cis and trans right he got rid of the 1776 commission which you know what that was about right now if you say that affect that now that if anything affected black folk that was, a, if, if you're going to say he was pandering, he wasn't pandering to trans folk stopping that, right? Pushing back against 1619. He, he, that's again, that's for black folk, right? Um, census, uh, legal protections for dreamers. You don't think that the dreamers are trans, right? You know that, that, these, that, these, that these immigrant children are, are not trans, right? The, the dreamers and, and DACA in general is not for trans folk. He got rid of the Muslim ban that, uh, that, uh, that yeah. Trump instilled. Mm-hmm. Right. Again, he didn't say trans Muslims. He said the Muslim ban, it was from where? Syria, Egypt, uh, Lebanon, I believe Afghanistan, Somalia, Saudi Arabia, you cool, right? But again, we can talk about the politics of that later. But the point is, wasn't for trans folk. Um, um, what else? Um, the wall, he stopped construction on the Mexico border wall. Not from trans Mexicans, right? Um, deportation. What'd you say? Do we need a wall? Whether we do or we don't, I'm disproving. So at this point, I need you to ex- ex- admit you, you that you were wrong. Listen, you, you've been going on and on, and I I'm taking your word for it. All right, so, so you've made your word point. You made if, your if, point. You've made your point. All right, do you agree with my point? Am I correct? If what you say is true, then yes, you are correct. Okay, so what I want you to do, everybody out there listening, is 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 now is just do the Google and see if I'm correct. Absolutely, they should. All right. So all right, now, 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 now get to. Can I ask, can I ask you a question? Because I, I remember looking on Twitter. You said that engaging me is light work because my views are preposterous. Which of my views has been light work and which ones are preposterous? I can't even remember when I said that. I, the, the, it, was, the, it was two weeks ago, the, but, the, the, but the it was two weeks ago. The preposterous part for me has mm-hmm. always been men can have children. That is the preposterous part for me. Honestly, that was the only thing about you that has ever, ever stood out to me. And, and and that's that's what I associate. That's why I told you before we started the interview. I was like, man, I learned so many things about you I didn't know because I really didn't know. But any man that runs around saying that men can get pregnant, that stands out to me because I'm like, how could that be? But you clarified for me, and like I also told you before we started the interview, I'm pretty much in my own. I focus on the things I do because I do a hell of a lot of things myself. If I see certain things, that stands out, but. I'm like, this is nonsense, but I don't know the whole context of what Mark Lamont Hill does. And and listen, like I told you, when I did my research, I found out a lot of things I had no idea. So my knowledge about you got expanded because of this interaction right now. You understand what I'm saying? Will I agree with you on everything? No, but you are in a position and you're defending your positions very well. And that's a different story. You understand? That's a different story. So again, where I was going is this. Why are Black people so taken up and be in the face? Well, seemingly. I got to be careful with my words with you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because you you will take it and run. Seemingly, why is it that Black people are on the 
on the forefront of this transgender yeah. issue in America. I don't think I we are. That. I don't think we are. That's what I'm saying. I don't accept the premise. I, I, I think that as a nation, we are doing far more for trans folk. We're having a broader conversation than we ever have. Excuse me one second. Mm -hmm. I'm just turning the light off for you. Okay, cool. It's getting dark over here, and I want to make sure I ain't got the fancy studio like you. No, you good. Uh, you good. <laughs> um, I think as a nation, we're doing more, and I think Black people are part of the nation, but I don't think that we have taken on any more of a weight, any more of a representation, whether it's in media, whether it's in uh, politics. I think, I think Black people are talking about it to an extent, and I think white folk are talking about it to an extent, and probably more so. Frankly. I think they've always talked about it, but now they, they've kind of hitched a ride on civil rights because they've conflated the two and make gay gay rights and civil rights the same thing. Well, who are civil rights for, in your mind? I, I think I think when the civil rights movement started, it was because of Jim Crow, black people getting lynched. It had nothing to do with sexual choice, gender choice, or any of those things. Now, a lot of people and especially the, the CBC, I think, I don't know the exact numbers, you would know better than me, but practically 100% of them voted for the uh, Equality Act, which makes gay rights and civil rights interchangeable, synonymous. And, and my thing, so when I say seemingly Black people are the face of pushing gay rights, gay protections, what, why is that? Our as black people, number one concerns when we have so many other issues, and and LGBTQ are maybe four to ten percent of the population. That why number, is, why that number's that probably number? that, that number's probably bigger than that, but but that's I, a different conversation for a different yes. time. I, I, but but I, I think I think part of the problem is that you're first of all, I, it's not number one for black folk. I don't think black folk have ever said that was number one. Every you know, time I see a black politician, black. Black people have to go out of their way to to nod to that. I know it's not. Yeah, but that doesn't make it our number one issue. I, we I nod know. to a lot of stuff. We black folk nod to a lot of stuff. I know it's not our number one because I'm black and around black people all day. But I think we nod to it because we know that's the only way we're going to get the other things that we want. I have to ask some. Now yeah. I have to ask you this question. Mm -hmm. When you say the things you say, just like all the other people, I sometimes wonder, do you really believe that? Because I know 10, 15 years ago, you didn't believe that. Are you saying these things because- That's not true. This is how this is how people like yourself get the opportunities they get, how they- Yeah, get no, the I'm saying no, that's not the answer. How they get the book deals. Are you, are you on code? Because that's what it seems like, because black people, anyone who's black and been around black people, no, we don't have any of these discussions with every time, not, I, not I primarily- not primarily, and but anytime we see a black person in the spotlight and they are a high profile black person, they have to nod mm -hmm. to this. It's almost as if this is part of why they're there. This is yeah, their job. I, I, think, I think you over that. So, that's how it so, appears. So, so I'm going to answer that question, but I never got to answer the first question, right? right Which was, what's the first question? I forgot. Was, it was about civil rights, right? This, okay, I, yeah, I, civil I, rights. I, I, civil I think rights for black people. It wasn't though. That's what it wasn't though. This is what I'm saying. Like this is where we have to like actually like read the history and study. The Civil Rights Act of 1964 um, was didn't outlaw discrimination against black people. It outlawed discrimination on for race, sex, uh, religion. It was included to get signed. 
So LBJ included that. They say white women were the biggest beneficiaries of the Civil Rights Act. This I I already know. But it didn't start with that. It started with the lynching of Emmett Till. It started 100 days after his death. This is what happened. It was about That's not true either. That's not true either. That's not true either, right? But but I don't want to get bogged down in history. Emmett Till's killed, I believe, August 28, 1955. 1954? 55, 55, correct. And so we don't get the Civil Rights Bill to nine years later. Now, the Montgomery bus boycotts begin, right? If, the, if, if you're talking about sort of the mobilization in Montgomery happens after Emmett Till, a few months after Absolutely. Emmett Till. That's what I consider the movement. That's when the... the right. The, we've but in that been movement, fighting for rights. Let, let me be clear. We were fighting for rights before Emmett Till, but the actual civil rights movement with the marching and the protesting. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think I think it's I think it would be accurate to say that black folk have 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 sort of paid the price with our bodies. We didn't pay the price for these people to cut off their penises and breasts, sir. We paid the price so we could have a better you, future for our kids. And, so, and well, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have that right. Um, this is not what I'm saying, but I don't appreciate these people. But that's right? not. But, but that's. But no one's arguing that. No. No. no look. Look. What, what they arguing? Why is the CBC? I'll tell you why the CBC to a man and woman approved this because that's they have to do that to get the funding for their campaigns to keep collecting a hundred and seventy thousand dollars. What are you basing that on? What are you basing on, that on? What, what's the What's the there, basis of that claim? There is no reason that they make that a priority. I'll give you an example. In, in 2018, John Kanye stepped down from the 13th district in, in Michigan. It was the second poorest district in the country. And do you know what the Democratic Party did? They ran so many black candidates to split the black vote. So Rashida Tlaib, who's talking about Palestine, and I and you're, you 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 go to Palestine. You went on a fact finding mission with the uh, the Black Lives Matter and all these things. Yeah, but, I didn't go on a fact finding mission, but okay, I, that's, still, that's, that's what it was described. It. I'm just going by the media, but but anyway, they did that so Rashida Rashida Tlaib can get elected in a district that was the second poorest district in the country. And I feel like black politicians, they know all of these things and they go along with it because they- well, has, what is that, Are you saying John Conyers didn't support LGBT rights and, and, they, and so they got rid of him? I'm not talking about John Conyers. I'm talking about the race that happened after he stepped down. It was- So how does that connect, to, how does that connect to, to the CBC having to support LGBT rights? I'm, I'm tying it up together right now. Yeah, I'm just uh, not following. Look, the thing is, when they do that, the CBC, all those black politicians, they are aware and they go along with everything because they know that at any given moment, what was done in Michigan could be done to them and they could lose their job. I think economically, black people go along with a lot of nonsense. This is why I asked, this is why I said to you, I don't even know if you guys really believe the stuff you say because I've witnessed black people who know better but they will pretend they don't and they become very adept at defending foolishness to protect the bag, to protect personal gain. And, and that's just my opinion and yeah, observation. It, and there's a lot of people who feel like me and whether it's right or wrong, people like yourself should be aware of that and do something. Yeah, and interestingly enough, those concerns. Interestingly enough, you know, people make the same argument about black folk on the right, right? Is that that's a much shorter line and that you can, and that they often say things that they it don't. It is a shorter line, 
But I'm, and, not, and thing, I'm not a Republican, and, by the way. I'm, I'm, socially, I'm I didn't say I didn't, socially I didn't say you, conservative. I didn't say I didn't say you were. I, I, yeah, I didn't say you were. Okay. Um, but the argument is that you know, again, on the right, that you could you could say, well, this person over here, they they don't they say that because you know, obviously, the line is shorter. You can get more attention. You know that 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 a Candace Owens wouldn't be a star if she I were agree a liberal. With that. I you know, and and so, but 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 I I try to assume that while there are cynical people on both sides, that at the core, most of us who are out here in the world doing our work believe in the work that we do. Um, I what I was saying, so. what if I, was, I don't what, agree with it, I would hope that it's genuine, what, and that's what you believe. What I, what I, what it, right, and what I was saying before was that the Civil Rights Act is not, um, it was not just passed. Um, it wasn't just a way to put dump a bunch of other stuff in there. There, 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 is, there was a moral and ethical component to this. Black folk absolutely paid the price for this. There's no doubt about that. With our bodies, with our lives. I mean, we go down the list, right? Black folk paid the price politically, economically for civil rights to expand for everybody in this country, right? Um, that's no doubt about that. But that doesn't mean that the people fighting for it didn't have a moral commitment to make sure that women could... Um, also get a job and, and and be treated fairly or that people shouldn't be excluded from the labor market because they're Jewish or from the housing market because they're Jewish or that somebody um, because they spoke with an accent or were in a wheelchair or, or, or whatever couldn't, you know, weren't entitled to the same things that the rest of us um, who might be differently positioned could or were entitled to. So, you know, civil rights to me isn't black people's property exclusively even though we can't we can't ever pretend that we weren't the reasons why this country is as good as it is um despite all the bad stuff um we black folk paid the price so that everyone could live with dignity and safety so that everyone could have access to freedom and, and democracy and justice why are we uh, at the bottom of all the meaningful metrics black men if that is the case, why because is it, because why, why country, is it, since we paid that price and that bill came into place, if it was so good for us, why? If I, I didn't say it was good for us. I never said it was good for man. But okay, but it's this is the promoted narrative. I'm not asking you. To I don't. I've, I've never heard a black person say. It, I, I I don't hear. I don't think that's the promoted narrative. I think the promoted narrative is we fought and we struggled for this stuff. I heard, heard Roland Martin say where we would be without the civil rights movement. Plenty, no, no, no. But, but of your peers. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm That's not what I'm disagreeing with. What I'm disagreeing with is the idea that that is our, um, that our narrative is somehow that this has been great for us. I think the narrative is things were so awful and without these things, things would be considerably worse. But we got a long way to go. Um, and this country hates black people. And you talk about black men. This country hates black men. This country hates black women too. You know, this country does not love us. This culture, this this these systems and structures don't reward. Uh, in fact, they penalize us for being who we are. So we we have a long way to go. But I don't want my success to come on someone else's back or vice versa. And so when I think about justice, when I think about freedom, when I think about my my vision of the world, it's it's a vision where. Um, all of us have access. And now, as a black person, my priority is black people, you know, but among black people, there's people in wheelchairs. There's people who speak with an accent. There's people who are queer. There's people who are trans. There's people who are unhoused. There are people who, you know, are, you know, struggling with an addiction. 
Um, there are people who needed their student loans, you know, debt, the student, you know, loan debt relief, relief. And so, so I, I think about policy and how it affects us. And then I think about issues that only affect us. And then I think about the issues that affect us just because we're us, you know, again, some of this, you know, some of the anti-Black uh, policy and legislation and practice that we've seen for hundreds of years. And so I'm trying to fight all of that. I'm trying to fight all of that, but I don't see trans folk as my enemy. I don't, I don't see them as my enemy either. I, I know I you don't, don't, but I, I'm not saying you do. I'm, I'm saying I don't see them as my enemy. I don't, in terms of the political world, I, 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 I don't see black folks saying, you know what, let's let's deal with trans issues or queer issues and not deal with black issues. I think black folk are saying one, Man. all of this is part of the same mix because we have many of the same enemies, and okay. two, there's a whole bunch of trans and queer folk among us, right? It's not like you, you, you when you become trans or queer, you're no longer black. So listen. it's all of that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Please I, listen, listen, sir. I get it. Um, like many people, uh, I have a gay person in my family, right? Um, are you that gay person? Huh? <laughs> are, you, are you coming out on your show? You know, look, 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 look. you know, I was wondering that about you when I found out you had a wife and kids. I was like, well, damn, I really don't know who this guy is. Let me find out. But, but, but let me, let me say that I, I, I got, I got a gay person in my family and, uh, I absolutely would hate for anybody to discriminate against that that relative based on their sexuality, uh, to hurt them based on their sexuality. I understand that there's no need for us to constantly reiterate that, yet we have gays in the black community too. Look, my thing is we're black, that's it. You know what I mean? In, in, in that group, we're not a monolith. There's different groups. There's different belief systems. But at the end of the day, we're all black. And I focus on things that could benefit all of us, regardless of our politics. Our what about black women, for example? Like there's, our there's gender. The, but, but, our, yeah, but there are things that affect just black women, right? That affect disproportionately affect black women, right? So I wouldn't say, well, we can't deal with this unless it affects all black people. We'd say, well, black women are, are affected by this. And they make up 55% of us, right? So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, so like maternal, if you look at maternal uh, infant mortality rates among among uh, black babies, if you look at uh, look, the abortion rates with black if, women, if, if, but but that's not what I'm talking about right now. I'm I'm talking about. But you said infant mortality, so I started. You know, I just connected the two. But go ahead. Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about what happens in hospitals, right? There's infant mortality, and then there's also the 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 um the the uh, mortality rate of black mothers. Right. And we could say, all right, well, you know, that doesn't affect all black people. So we can't we, we can't prioritize. It absolutely does affect all black people because that's somebody's sister, somebody's wife. She didn't so, is the queer, so, is the, so, so, so is the gay person. Yeah, but there's way there's 55 percent black women, not 55 percent gay or trans people. It's yeah, a but, different. You you conflate a lot. It's I was amazed that you used that word for me and you've been conflating. What am I conflating? Time. What am yeah, I conflating? Because you're comparing women who are 55 percent or more more of the population to trans 55 that's not what i just said 55 percent of the population will affect everybody but three percent will not that's the key thing that, that, that doesn't not, mean that does not that's mean, not that's not what i said that's not that's that not does what i not said mean they should be but let me let me say <laughs> this though about women black women we have a supreme court justice that when asked about if, uh, can she define women she says she's not a biologist although she was only there because Joe Biden promised 
to nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court. So the president knew who the black woman was, what a woman was, but the woman who was standing there, she had to defer to a biologist. And these are the kind of politics that black people in the spotlight play. She knows damn well. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And, and, and we, we, we jumping all over the place. And yeah, I, I haven't been able to... You talk about women. I brought that up. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to answer your question. You, you think that the, the politics came into play when she didn't answer the question? She knew damn well that the people that put her there behind her. No, no, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. She was being asked the question because they wanted her to define since, it. Since when a woman needs a, a a biologist to define so so, uh, what, so what they are. You're missing my point. You're missing my. You're not. You're not letting me. You're not letting me make my point. Go ahead. If she, if if being a woman is that obvious and everybody knows what it is, then yeah. they was there would be no need to ask, right? They wanted her on the record. It was People a political ask, trick question. Before, you said what? It was a political trick question. Thank you, thank you, thank yes, you. So, so let's, no, no, but, but what you said prior to me raising this point was that she made it political. She, she didn't make a political answer. To a political question. Yeah, but who, who, who would have been upset with her for saying the obvious? The political people that back her. That that she's gonna be the so, so rule. This is this is some some something along the lines of this that questioning. Right. That, all I'm, it was a booby trap question. Right. That's all I'm saying. So, but I'm, why I'm, she's going to the Supreme Court? Why she went there? Right. I, I, she's I, I, gonna I, be expected to rule a certain way on certain things, and that question would have disqualified her if she uh, didn't answer it properly. Right. You, you you're welcome to have that opinion. The only thing I was correcting was the idea that somehow they asked a normal question and she politicized it. No, they asked a political question, and then she asked she, she they, they asked a politicized question to which she gave a politicized answer. You can disagree with her answer, agree with her answer, whatever, but let's be very clear here. She didn't make this political. She answered a political question. If somebody walks into an open room and says, define this, right? Particularly when, when, as a legal matter, that definition will matter, as you pointed out, that is itself a, like you said, a booby trap. So let's just be clear about that. It was, it was the Republican asking the question that that, that introduced politics. They to, wanted to, to jeopardize her nomination with that, her that, backers. That's what they. So, did. so 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 again, that, just I just want to be very clear about that. The Democratic now, Party. Point, I, I never said that that women represent the same population as trans folk. In fact, I didn't even mention trans folk. I actually said queer folk, right? But. I it's not the same thing. The it's not the same I, I, thing. I don't know. I, I'm admitting. I don't, I'm ignorant. I don't know the difference. Right. But 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 in either way, I wasn't comparing the demographics of it. What I, I was I was I was I was I was showing logically. You were saying effectively that we should only deal with issues that affect all black people. And what I'm saying is is that to that extent, um, all issues are actually sub issues. Not all. Many issues are sub issues. If we say like for example. This only affects women. You can say, well, yeah, but women, if, if you if, if 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 it happens to women, then that also affects their their the men in their lives, the children in their lives, the neighbors yeah, in their lives. Absolutely. But we could say the same thing about queer folk, right? I could say that the gay son also has a mother and father, also has community, also has friends, also has family. Also, also, I don't want to enter an ethical space where we only where we only attend to people's needs if they make up a, a certain not a certain number, because then you're always, always, always going to have a, a minority of people who don't get treated well. For example, the blind population among black folk or, you know, might be might might be a, a relatively small number. But I'm not going to say, well, it's only, fuck them. It's only five percent. Right. Like, that'd be crazy. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? That, that'd be crazy. Right. And, well, and, I, I, why, why is no one fighting for them? They, they need some help. Look, you know, you know, what's funny about it is people yeah. are the difference is people don't fight back. 
So people don't argue it. So every every year in Congress, there's bills for blind folk. Nobody says shit about it, right? Because right. yeah. it's not a battle. Right. You know what I mean? Just like a city council, we, we fill potholes all the time. Nobody nobody argues about it. Not that potholes don't get filled, but if I say I'm going to, you know, build a basketball court now, it's like, oh, wait a minute, we, we, could we spend the money here? I'm going, you know, and, and that's where the debate comes up. So that's it. I mean, and I I, I, I do see the irony, and I got to go in a second, but I do see the yes. irony that in a conversation where you're saying we talk too much about trans stuff, everything you've asked me about, with the exception of the first question, has been about trans stuff, directly well, or indirectly. Well, it started when I asked you about men getting pregnant. And, yeah. and 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 let's trans men. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's let that's right. You introduced that because you. Made I didn't it, introduce it. No, you made it clear that it was trans men who got pregnant. I didn't even think of it like that. I thought you was talking about biologically men because trans issues are on the forefront so why not? of your mind. Can I ask you a question about that? Help me understand this. So if that's what you thought. That's why, why I said it was preposterous. Are you, are you making the connection? <laughs> no, I, I I get the connection. What I'm saying is. The conversation with Candace Owens that you're talking about was about trans people. And I said in the interview, trans people. I never watched her. I'm not a fan of Candace Owens. So, so, but, but this is what I'm saying. You don't but, think as a, as a journalist or just as a smart person, which I, I believe you are, you should at least read the article or read the book or read the context? I, I see tweets. I see interviews, articles. I read it. And I asked You didn't read mine. Listen, I asked you and you answered it. And I said, you clarified. No, 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 but what, I, I, what I'm saying is... Listen, you said, I, I had an opportunity to go to the source, and I asked you a question. Bro, you've been tweeting me for the... You, you've, been, you've been tweeting me for the last year and a half about this, making know, jokes all kinds of... And at none of this time, at none of this time did you I, think it was I, important I, to, to actually do the research? Look, man, I didn't think it was important at all, because I think that a lot... Uh, okay. To be honest with you, and, 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 and no offense, I just think that a lot of people, yourself and a lot of others who are professors who speak for black people, to, to black people, and so on and so forth. I just really believe y'all are just all y'all getting paid. I think it's about money for y'all. I really do. I, <laughs> okay. I could be wrong. So, so that's your question. So so, so you, you, you think that there's more money in taking the positions I take in the positions. So when I stood in the UN and, and, and criticized the state of Israel, you think that was you think that got me more money or less money? I don't, I don't know because you, we have, we have different kinds of Jews here. We have. Bernie I got Sanders. fired from CNN. We, you think that made me more money or less money? Roland Martin said he never got paid at CNN. I don't know. I think a lot of Negroes are just content okay. being in the spotlight. I think the book deals are a way of compensating you guys. I think those tenureships at those PWI universities is a way of compensating you guys. It may very well be that you guys are part of an intelligence apparatus and social engineering program run <laughs> in this country that you're not even aware of. I, I don't know. I'm just telling you, like, to my, my thing, a lot of you just don't. So you just go wild shit out there. Just, just any of it could be true. Look, look. I could be part of the mafia, right? I mean, like. Look, 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 for me, right, I just look at it that anybody who's involved in misdirecting the black community could very well be working for the government, whether they know it or not, they're doing the work. And I think anybody who promotes gender issues, trans issues. Let me ask you a question. Is there anything I, you want to talk about other than trans sir, Can I finish? Anyone who promotes gender issues, trans issues, and think Palestine issues, and all of these things as something that we should be 
uh, focused on when we're dying out here in the streets, looking for political solutions to cultural deficiencies. No one's ever says, look, man, we got to really stick together and, and have each other back and so on. Brothers, you got to treat these women better. No, we start telling them if you're a woman and you want to think you're a man, you're a woman. This is chaos. This is confusion, and the devil is the author of confusion. So all right. of you guys who promote these type of things, I, I'm wondering, do you really love us as a people? I do, because nothing that you guys do, and, and, that, and nothing that you do, will it help us in the long run? Nothing? Not, nothing, not that, nothing. None, of, none of that shit in Palestine. I don't give a damn about Palestine. I don't, and it's not because I hate Arabs. It's not because I hate Palestinians. It's because I'm over here suffering, not me personally, but my people. I see them. I deal with them. I don't have to lend my voice to Palestine. I was irritated when Rashida Tlaib was talking about Palestine, and she got elected to represent the second poorest district in America. Fuck yeah. Palestine. So, 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 you know what I mean? Like, yo. No, I, I don't. I don't. I, I, I disagree totally. All but these things, all of these things, man. If you're so, a black man with a with a platform and you're not advocating not just government involvement in the black community, but self-help, you mentioned the Nation of Islam and do for self. What are we doing for ourselves? None of you people talk about this. It's by my book. I'm going to teach a course in college that's not going to help you. It's going to increase your debt. But don't worry, I'm going to advocate for the student loan. So we, so, so we shouldn't go to so we shouldn't go to college. Look, it's not that. It's, uh, that's not what I'm saying. So, but, but, so, so should I not teach in college? What, what course do you teach in college, sir? Uh, right now I'm teaching a seminar on how to get a job. It's called Senior Seminar. How so to get a job? Yeah, it's for it's for journalists. It's it's in the journalism department. So it's Senior Seminar. So it prepares them for, for work. So and how to get a job. That, yeah. now, you know what? That sounds great. But let's be real. Journalism is is practically dead. Everything is going digital. You know what I mean? So, so it's pointless. But, 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 but I don't understand. So it's, it's really pointless. And not to pick on you, but I know I the kind of jobs. I know the kind of jobs that people like Hannah Nicole, whatever her name, got down there at, uh, at Hampton, at, uh, Howard, and, and even my boy, Michael Dyson. There's nothing that's being taught to us that's going to help us in the real world get out here just, and make things work. So, so, so you guys are really just aesthetics. All of you black people that's in the spotlight, in the mainstream, are nothing but window dressing. Optics. You're strictly there for optics. Okay. That's, so, so, that's so, look, so, 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 here's, so, so here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I, and I, and and I got to look. And I'm not mad at you for doing it. You, you, you but, can believe what you are, but here's, here's, but, but here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me make that clear. But let's be real. You're not changing anything. Things are getting worse. They're not getting better. If you think that the, the, the value of our work is whether the world is better or worse, and you can say that about all of us, right? Yes. That none of us are doing anything. You know, to say that we don't do anything that, or I don't do anything to help black people, I think is 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 I think that's also preposterous. Um, that is what you say. You like that word? Uh, you're gonna use it on me, preposterous. <laughs> yeah, I I, I think it's I think it's absurd. I I think that um, you know, and I think it's even more interesting given the fact that you said that you've done very little reading or research on me up until today. Um, yeah, because that that, I, that, that I, you I, still I, that you that you that you still feel comfortable, sir. Sir, can I tell you? Can I, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay, that, you, that, that you still feel comfortable making those kinds of claims. So I, I, listen, so I, you would never see me make that claim again after the day I told you. You clarified for me. No, no, no. I'm talking about what I, you just I, said. About, I'm, I'm talking about what you just said about me about nothing that we do helps black people, right? I, I, 
I, look, I've never said that about you specifically. You just said it a minute ago. Uh, prior to today, I've never you've never seen me tweet that out about you. Okay, never mind. I'll assume you misspoke, but I will no, say that. I did not misspeak. I meant. Okay, that. let me ask you. Let me let me ask you a direct question. Hold on. Let me hold on. Hold on. Let me ask. So I don't promote that. Okay, so I'm asking you. Do you think I do things to help black people? Yes or no? I don't know, but I don't think any. Okay, so let me tell you. So let me let me tell you. Let me let me. Anything you do is effective. Not from what you what I see you talking about Palestine. The books, right. the teaching in the school. I don't think any of those things are effective. Are there things that right. you're doing that are effective? Possibly, but I just don't know them. Right. So what I would suggest, with all due respect, is that you know maybe do the research on the work that I do, whether it's in my community, whether it's the work I do in prisons, whether it's the work I do. I don't know if you re have you read any of my books. No, sir. Okay. So do you, let me ask you one more question. Do you think it's fair to judge? Do you think it's fair to judge with the content or the effectiveness or the focus of my books if you haven't read any of them? Do you think that's fair? But when I said all of you guys, it was a no. I mean, I'm talking. About, I'm only talking about me right now. Are you only talking about you? Do yeah, I, think I can't speak fair? for nobody else. Do I think it's fair? I, I'm going to say that to speak on you specifically, which I did not. Which I did not. You said, you said none of y'all, but okay. You, 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 I lumped you in a group with a with a certain cast of black folks. Okay, so so, so, so that's let me ask, what I did. Okay, so let me ask it better. Since you don't know enough about me to make an assessment of me, do you think it's fair to lump me in that group? From what I see, yeah, because it's a generality. Can I be wrong? Yes. Can I be corrected? I, Absolutely. So, so what I'm saying and, is, and what, what, what I'm saying, show is, me, if you was to show me, I would say publicly, you know what? I thought Mark Mark Lamar Hill was a was a, a, a grifter, and I have to stand on the fact that I was wrong. See, that's so, the so, difference so, so, for me. So, if I'm wrong, I will say it. No, but here's the problem. But but, yeah. but think think about what you're saying. You're saying, I don't know if he's a grifter, but I'm going to assume he is until he proves he's not. Well, if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck and it shits like a duck, it damn sure ain't a lizard. You follow right. the you follow oh. the blueprint of all the people who who were grifters before you. Okay, so you, I mean I can say talk, the same, right? So, so so let's let, let's do this. Let's do this, brother. Then let's just agree to disagree, and maybe we'll reconvene after you read my work. I, I, listen, listen. Mother, let me let, let me finish. Let me finish. Go ahead. After you read my work. Uh, after let, you look at what I do in prison, let, let, let me say I, I, after let me finish. After you, have you been to the People's Education Center that does community education, GED training, no, any no, of those sir, things? I'm actually in the process of building 130 units, senior housing units. That's dope. I think that's in, I think that's Detroit for black people. I think that's this right. is why this is why I don't really. No, but, know but I, again, I, I, again, again, brother, again, brother, a lot of things for again, black people. Again, brother, you know? I, I, I've never I've never accused you of not doing things. That's yeah, yeah, but that's why I don't know a lot of things about people. I don't have the time. Right. So, so what I'm, what, so I'm, I'm helping, I'm, 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 I'm helping you along, right? If you go to the People's Education Center, which I, which I started and which I run, right, which is free of charge for everybody, you'll Where see. Where is it in Philly? In Philly, yes. If you, if you, that's why I'm, that's was very specific, right? If you go to Uncle Bobby's and you, and you look at the bookstore, and and also community education center that I created, right, in Philadelphia, right? Mm -hmm. You can see that if you if you look at the work that I do, do I don't know if you know this, but all those books that I made, the, the last three books that I published, I haven't made a dollar off of them. I've given all the money to build playgrounds for children around the world, right? I don't know if you know why, that. Why around the world though? Because because one of the books is on Palestine, and so it didn't make sense to me for me to make money off Palestinians. So I built playgrounds in Palestine with that money, see, right? And, and, and but let me know. finish. Let me okay, finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you know, I, I wrote a book with with with, an, with a political prisoner, so I gave that money 
to, to the families of prisoners, right? In the United States, all black folk, right? Because that makes sense. That's the right thing to do. I donated, you know, I, I, I donated the other money to, to, to my, my former high school, right? All of it. Not a, I've made a dollar off these books. There's no idea that I'm grifting and making, I've made a dollar off these books. It's just not true. It's just not true. Um, if you look at what I've built, if you look at how I organize it, you, 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 when, I, when, I teach, when I teach courses in prison, which I did up until the pandemic, you know what I mean? It's about what to do when you get out, how to get a job, how to prepare yourself, how not to, how not to return. When I, when I connect people to resources for food, for clothing, for drug treatment, right? I don't know if you don't, you may think those things don't help people, but I do. You know what I mean? And so what I'm saying is I'm not asking you to believe any of it. I'm saying, go do your research and see for yourself. But I, but you know what I mean? But anyway, brother, I got to run. It's been a pleasure. Let me just say thank you. And yeah, uh, no problem. And, fur and furthermore, um, I will say this. You won't see me criticizing you on social media or antagonizing you anymore. I appreciate what you did. Um, we don't see eye to eye, but I did gain some respect for you today. All right. All right, brother. Take care. You too.